Hi everyone, my name is Connie Leon and this is Taking Back Your Power. The purpose of this podcast is to share my experiences during some very difficult times in my life. To share that you can empower yourself to survive those moments and come out on the other side. And ultimately, to embrace them and take back your power. Hi everyone, today is Monday and... I wanted to record a solo podcast because when I first started this podcast, I thought that I would end up doing this podcast completely on my own. And as I started thinking about it, I wanted to share moments in other people's lives when they had taken back their power, when it was inspiring for them, when it was motivating for them, when it was just a moment of I'm done putting up with the bullshit, right? Um, I just wanted other people to help inspire my audience and those that follow me and just to kind of share everybody's story. So initially I thought this podcast was going to be me by myself just talking about, you know, different situations and different things that I've gone through to kind of overcome and take back my power, but it quickly turned into a interview series, which has turned out really well. But then I got involved in another podcast that kind of came from my current situation, which is that I'm a divorced single mom of two, and um, I've, you know, started dating and going out So I created 51st Dates Houston, and it's kind of taken over (laughs) just everything else that I've been doing creatively, Um, and it kind of took off on its own. It just, it's very interesting to listen to people's dating stories, and it's, you know, one of those things like uh, reality TV where you just kind of get hooked on it because it's real life, because it's people truly experiencing the dating world at different ages, at different stages of their lives. So it's just, it's a really fun podcast. Um, So I'm doing a plug here for that podcast, but it's definitely been a project that I started and I wasn't sure, you know, who would be interested or how long it would take me, but it was, it's taken off. Uh, People just have really, really taken to it and just want to be a part of it. So that project has taken off and I've not really been um, as focused on this podcast, but I do have a couple of guests in mind, which was from one of my past guests or referred from one of my past guests. Her name is Blanca, if you heard her episode. Um, And so I have a couple of ladies in mind that I'm going to reach out to hopefully by the end of the week and maybe next week record um, a couple of new episodes with a guest, with a special guest versus just myself. Um, But today I wanted to come on and just kind of refocus, refocus, yes, on what I have going on, which usually is a lot. If you know me, I love getting involved in different projects and being a part of different ideas and different content. Um, Thankfully, it's kept me really busy. Um, For those of you who know me and follow me, Um, I suffer a lot from anxiety and depression. Um, It's definitely over the years gotten a lot better. It was probably really uh, bad or at its peak right when I was pregnant with my son. So 11, 11 years ago, Um, he just turned 11 in September. So about 11 years ago when I was pregnant with him, um, 
my kind of anxiety and depression kicked in. Um, I didn't realize what it was. Of course, it was because I was pregnant and all the hormone changes and just everything. Because usually I'm a very happy, positive person. I was for a very long time. Um, And I still am to some extent, right? We have to be positive in our lives. But um, that's not to say, you know, life happens. Life happens and, you know, you just sometimes you can't help but be upset or sad or overwhelmed. Um, So I started with a postpartum or my doctor kind of recognized that I was experiencing postpartum and depression during pregnancy when um, I got pregnant with my son. I had him and it got a little bit better. Of course, um, I got pregnant soon after with my daughter. And I think that the worst episode came after I had her. Um, I had a full-on panic attack at work. I was working as a very young, now that I think about it, um, I wasn't even 30 years old. I had my daughter when I was 29, 28, 29. I was 29 when I had when I was pregnant with my daughter, um, and I turned 30 soon after. So I was 29. Um, so between that, between 28 and 29, I became a supervisor for um, a county position that I had with the, the Harris County Clerk's Office in Communications. And if you read my blog or you've been following me for a while, then you know the story. Um, I was sitting at my desk one afternoon and all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. It was the strangest thing. It had never happened to me. Um, Next thing you know, they called 911. I was wheeled out on a stretcher. Um, And a lot of people, that's the last time they remember seeing me, which is just insane to me. But um but yeah, so I had a panic attack. Um, I had to really deal with it and handle it on my own for a long time. I didn't want to take medication. Uh, my kids were really little, and I knew that medication would just kind of turn me into a zombie, and it's not what I wanted for myself or for my kids. Um, so I went to, like, natural healing. If you Again, if you know me and follow me, then you know that I'm very much about just holistic things, uh, natural, you know, Mexican curanderos and just natural stuff um, that like my mom has helped me kind of, you know, establish and and learn about. And so I did a lot of that for a long time, a lot of just kind of self-control when I knew an episode was coming, you know, I would try to get up and walk outside and take a deep breath, you know, just thinking about it right now gives me a little anxiety. If you suffer from anxiety, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. it had gotten so bad that I could not go to the grocery store when the kids were little. Like not even, I even when my ex-husband was with me, I would start having symptoms and just kind of panic. And of course, by myself was just even worse. Um, I would get to the register and start like sweating bullets. Like I just put my upper lip would start sweating. I would start imagining like every single bad scenario in my head that I could, right? Like the kids were going to drop something and break it. I was going to have to pay for it. The kids would, you know, in my mind, like it, it hardly ever happened, but my kids were actually really good and like contained and controlled for the most part. I mean, they were babies, they were kids, you know, there were some incidents where, yeah, they would freak out and start crying, but that kind of thing would just make me so nervous just to think about it, just to think that it would happen. I would make it up in my head and think it's going to happen. It never did, but I would think about it and it would just freak me out. I would sometimes I would leave like baskets full of food and just walk out with my kids if I was just by myself with them. Um, 
After a while, you know, I started controlling it a little bit better. I would just really take a handle of myself and take some deep breaths, you know, like I'm doing right now, um, and just kind of really focus on, okay, can't be that bad. It won't be that bad. It'll be fine, you know, but I would literally get to the register and start running out of breath and feeling like I was going to pass out. It was really bad for a long time. It took me a few years to kind of get that completely under control. Um, I stayed home for about seven months uh, after I uh, had the panic attack. And during those seven months, I learned that I am not cut out to be a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> if you know me, it's one of my biggest things. I am not cut out to be a stay-at-home mom, maybe a stay-at-home wife. Like if I didn't have any kids, maybe, but um, it was really hard for me to stay home with my kids and not, you know, interact with adults or be at work. It was hard. Of course, and then there was a, a thing of like, you know, being financially okay and stable. Um, it just wasn't possible for me to stay home during that time. Um, and then of course, not having my own money would, you know, was causing another side of anxiety or fear. So I went back to work, um, found an easier kind of going job. And of course, slowly started moving up there and just got back to full speed into where I'm at now. Um, but it's been a long road. It's been a long road. And I feel that um, over the years, the anxiety, the depression had gotten really a lot better, had gotten a lot better. But um, of course, with my separation and divorce starting two years ago, when I started going through that and then, you know, just the whole experience, I think more than my anxiety, my depression kind of has kicked in a lot more. Um, I left my job last year in October. So it's been a year that I've been at a new job. Um, and thankfully, it's been a lot more laid back and less um, consuming than my last job, which was in oil and gas. So that has helped me a lot with like my depression and being able to do those things that I fully, truly love and enjoy outside of work. And then, of course, as part of my job, I've been able to incorporate a lot of what I do outside of work. So that's definitely been something that helps me, you know, um, feel better and more calm, less anxious about what's going to happen in the future, or, you know, that kind of thing. But it's definitely taken time. Of course, I'm still very much into all the natural healing I do a lot of meditation, a lot of prayer, a lot of um, saging, palo santo, incense. Um, I just started doing this like spray water where it's like, um, it's a, I don't know if it's an essential oil, but it's a water and it's like a cologne and it's called Florida water. And I kind of mix that with regular water and I do like a mix and then I kind of spray my room and it helps kind of just um, feel less uh, stuffy the room just feels really light and airy. And then I kind of, you know, um, have just different instances where I turn on sage or I turn on my candles, whatever I need to kind of just make myself feel better. Um, I'm a huge advocate for therapy. Um, I have a therapist that I see maybe not as regularly as I should, but I have in the past seen several therapists um, that have helped me work through just different normal everyday kind of issues of course during my uh separation and divorce it was um we did all kinds of therapy uh family therapy with the kids um couples therapy before we you know fully got separated and divorced and then just therapy on my own um so I've always been a huge advocate of it and you know of course it's awesome to like have friends and a support group who really just listen and talk to you but 
it's also an even greater thing to have a professional listen to you and and kind of give you that feedback that you really, really need where it's totally non-biased. Like some of the therapists, my therapist now, I've known her for a while and I know her, I know her outside of therapy, but I've had therapists that I don't know and they, their insight is just, it just opens my eyes and gives me so much clarity and direction. And I think that's what it's about for me is having that clarity and that direction. I'm an overthinker and having some guidance sometimes is just amazing. Um, so yeah, just working through different things and, um, and being able to be okay has been a huge, huge, um, thing for me. And of course, because of this podcast, you know, the whole taking back your power situation is just something that I tend to reevaluate, right? Like in what places can I take back my power? What is it that I need to change in myself, about myself, for myself? And just in the last few weeks, I had one friend, uh, Maricela, who was our guest on um, on my, another podcast that I'm a part of with another few, a few ladies, uh, Marissa and Amanda, which is called The Queen is Dead. And we had a guest, um, one of our friends, Maricela. And one of the things that we kind of, I don't know that we talked about it on the show, but that day that she came to record, we talked about... Um, time management and where are you really dedicating your time what are things that you need to just fully cut out of your time frame right that you're just wasting energy wasting time on that don't deserve your time that don't deserve your energy so I've kind of been stuck in that this weekend um, just really fully thinking about those things that I really truly love and am passionate about and because we all see the memes, we all see the, you know, the quote of don't do it if it's not fulfilling you, right? If it's not bringing you money or what is it money or um, joy or orgasms, then don't do it. And this weekend, it just that meme that quote has been in my head just fully, because it's true. I am really at a place where if it is something that is draining my energy that I no longer have the patience for, that I no longer have the energy for, then I need to cut it out, completely cut it out of my life and not let it come back in because it's either a distraction or an energy drainer that you just do not need. Having that sense of not really, I'm sorry, but not really giving a shit, right, about those things because at the end of the day what matters is your happiness your stability your mental wellness and you can't allow those things that make you feel like crap to drain you because it's not fair to you it's your life and you being happy being joyful about the things that you do and truly you know following your dreams and your passion it just it goes all back to the same thing of If it doesn't bring you joy, then don't do it. And I'm today, I'm fully in that mode of, I just, I can't, I cannot allow people, situations or things to bother me or stress me out. I cannot allow that because I have two small children who, who totally depend on me, right? And depend on me being okay and me being happy and, and aware and, and just, really doing the things that I love for them and for us to grow as a family and for us to have everything that we need. And so definitely 
this week, this month, you know, just kind of cutting out those things that I know that I'm no longer, that I no longer have the time for, that I no longer want to be a part of, that I've outgrown because that's another situation that I feel I'm going to be talking about all month or the rest of the month, maybe into the rest of the year is outgrowing your circle. There are just so many things that come to mind when that, when I say that, and it can be in anything, right? Even your friendships, like the most minimal kind of situation, you know, you having friends, having, being around certain people and being able to fully express yourself as an individual, being able to share with these people how you feel and what you want to do and your plans and your goals, and then fully supporting them, fully supporting you in a way that makes you feel happy, that makes you feel fulfilled, that makes you feel at peace. Because at the end of the day, having peace of mind is, is very important. And that includes your family, right? Your friends and your family. People do not have to be in your life. I mean, I understand that, you know, we need our friends, we need our family. Yes, but the right people, the people who support you, the people who love you will always be there for you no matter what. And those are the people that you should want to be around. Those are the people that you should keep with you all the time. For myself, and I don't remember who I was telling this to, um, I think my friend Manny, who owns the creative studio, which is where I record my podcast, um, I think I was telling him, like, there's literally a handful of people that I feel comfortable with that I can fully be myself, that I can feel like I'm not being judged for what the, you know, the things that I say or do and who support the things that I want to do and the things that I want for myself. And that's not to say that they don't call me out on my bullshit because they do. If I'm not doing something right or if they feel that I did something wrong, my friends are not the type to condone it or say, oh yeah, you're right, even though I'm wrong. They will always call me out of my bullshit and tell me where I need to level up, what I need to change, how I need, how I can be a better friend. And of course, that helps me recognize all areas of my life, how I can be a better daughter, how I can be a better mother, how I can be a better sister and friend and employee. And, you know, having these people in your life, are it's really going to open your eyes to, to where you should go, to your purpose, to your direction. And that's what it's about. Finding those people that are going to help you move into that next level of your life, that next level that you deserve. For myself, like I said, I talked about, you know, outgrowing certain circles. This weekend alone, I just, I saw it so many times in in things, in conversations, in situations where I just can no longer tolerate being stressed out about people in situations that are minimal, that I could easily eliminate. And, you know, we talk about um, eliminating the things that no longer serve you, that no longer are for you, that no longer are helping you grow. And sometimes even, you know, burning that bridge when it comes to money. Like I understand that some situations and some experiences will bring you money. But if you're letting go of a small situation that's going to bring you some sort of money, trust and knowing that there is something bigger and better. If you're leaving, if in your heart, you're wanting to leave that behind, it's because you know that there is something bigger out there for you. For me, I've also been fully focused on just kind of bringing myself more um, 
aware of my thoughts, right? More aware of my thoughts, which should match my actions and my words. And that comes from me reading, um, not reading, but listening to the Audible book, The Secret. I've been doing a lot of Audibles for uh, a few months now, almost since, you know, the whole COVID thing started. I was trying to find a way to fill my time when I was, you know, doing exercise or something. And so that's one of the biggest things is having that positive mindset, setting these affirmations daily, and then taking action, right? And truly acting on the fact that you want your words to match your actions, to match your thoughts, to just match everything that you're doing. And again, that means letting go of certain people, certain situations. I mean, for myself, you know, letting go of certain men in my life that I just know are not going to bring me the things that I need in the long run. The things that I need as an individual, the things that I need as a woman, the things that I need as a potential partner or as a mother, I just really need to be constantly aware, constantly refreshing my surroundings, my experiences, and my ideas because it's ultimately what's going to make me fulfill my dreams and fulfill my goals. So yeah, that was one long thought. I don't think I breathed, was breathing the whole time. Um. I would definitely love to hear from you guys. So if you all want to reach out to me, please, um, if you have me on Facebook or Instagram, or if you follow me on any of my platforms, please reach out. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if this brought you any type of clarity or direction and maybe what you think, what else you think I should talk about. What other topic kind of comes to mind when you just listen to this short little podcast? Um, if you know me, uh, you know that I listen to, uh, Andy Frisella. I'm a huge Andy Frisella, uh, fan, which if you follow him, um, you may not agree with him politically, but he is just one of the biggest like fire starter motivator people that I could just think of off the top of my head that I can listen to so many of his podcasts and have, just so many great ideas and so many um, kind of positive direction and and just kind of lights a fire under your ass. Like sometimes we just need that, right? I'm not like a super light a fire under your ass kind of person, but um, I hope that sometimes when I speak or when I write that people kind of feel motivated to do something for themselves, right? never for me. The things that you do should never be for anybody else. Not even for myself, right? Like for my kids or my parents or my siblings, everything that I do initially has to start with me. Because as they say, right? If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And that's true. That's really true. If I am not at peace with myself, if I'm not happy with where I'm at, if I'm not happy with who I'm seeing, if I'm not happy with my circle, then it's going to affect every area of my life. So definitely, um, for me, it's about truly finding those things that I want to do that are going to make me level up, you know, propel into that next level of my life because I really, really need to get to a different level than where I'm at Um, for myself because it's what I want because I have goals and I have dreams and I want to achieve certain things and, you know, I want to be fully independent for my kids and for for us to have a, a happy, stable, positive home. And I feel that 
it's what I'm slowly building, slowly creating for them. And so finding these things and being aware and just really taking everything into consideration and and taking that inventory, right? That daily inventory of where am I at? Where am I going? Even if it's weekly, even if it's weekly. And it's something that Andy talks about is having a power list. And his power list really quick was just um, taking your daily, not like long-term goals, but daily tasks that are going to help you reach certain goals daily, making a list and then crossing them off. Even if it's two, three things, right? Five at the most, but things that you know that you're really going to do within that day, within that 24-hour time frame that are going to help you reach your goals, that are going to help you reach that next level. For me today, I knew I wanted to get out to the park and just walk. And I did. I did a one-hour walk, uh, maybe less, 45 minutes, but it was really good. Um, I knew that I wanted to come into the studio and create some content, whether it was the podcast or take pictures. I did both. Um, And then there's, you know, a few things that I needed to get done for work and then a few things that I wanted to do for other projects that I'm working on. And right now I'm kind of, you know, fulfilling those things and and it's making me happy. It's making me feel really positive about today. And I think that that's what it's all about is creating those positive, happy moments for ourselves. So I hope that you are taking something from this short podcast, but I also hope that um, that you can let me know, you know, if it's something that helped you and something that you feel I should do often and also what other topics I can talk about um, because sometimes I, you know, I have all these thoughts and all these ideas, but I kind of wait until I have a guest, but I feel that today I was just really... I just really needed to come in and and record this. So thank you guys for listening and thank you for being a part of my journey and my experiences and all of this, all of this makes me happy. So I'm glad that everybody's here. Thank you.